Hello everyone and welcome back to Psych and Spirit. Why don't you start your day or whatever moment this is in the day for you by checking in with how you feel right now. Maybe take a couple of deep breaths in and out and release whatever you have going on on the top, on the surface, and try to get in touch with one or two emotions that you might be feeling right now. And as you do so, maybe put a word to what that emotion or emotions is or are for right now in this moment. Just do an emotional check-in with yourself. And once you feel complete with that, Let's go ahead and get started. As a psychologist, I have come across a lot of similar presenting concerns in therapy over the past decade or so of practice. Depression, anxiety, lack of motivation, obsessive thinking, etc. But underlying these issues tend to be much deeper themes. Not always, but sometimes. For some, there's a total overwhelming fear of relationships failing. For others, there's an overwhelming fear of not having job security or financial security. For some, there's a real challenge getting out of the head and into emotional spaces, and a need to detach into the world of thoughts and analytical thinking or mental escapism. For others, the theme is crisis and everything, every little stressor is an all out crisis for some. So life becomes a series of incidents of putting out fires and never being able to cope or rest or relax. For others, anger is a huge theme and these folks have extreme difficulty controlling their snappy behaviors or yelling or just general anger and resentment that is constantly simmering underneath the surface. For some, there's a deep fear of vulnerability and a constant need to protect oneself. For others, there's a theme of feeling like they're never enough for others no matter what they do or how much they sacrifice. Some may feel like they're going to be judged and have extreme difficulty with their voice in life and sharing that voice with others. Some people's life theme is being thoughtless or not attending to the needs of others and manipulating them or abusing them to get what they want. Others end up having an endless pit of emotional need that no one in their lives can ever fill because of a wound that hasn't healed. This is not an exhaustive list, but it's just some examples I've observed. But what do all of these challenges have in common? Well, all of these patterns tend to be lasting, pervasive, and really hard to change. These are patterns that are set really early. In fact, usually in childhood or adolescence, they tend to be so dominant that they become life themes that people struggle with or life challenges. Usually people don't come to therapy to deal with them directly, but they come to therapy to deal with the surface symptoms of these life challenges that manifest or arise from the themes like depression, anxiety, obsessive thinking, as I mentioned before, damaged relationships, Every single one of us has at least one life challenge that we struggle with. 
And if we know what it is, it probably bothers us and annoys us to no end because it almost feels impossible to change sometimes. Let's look more deeply at one of these themes just for the sake of example. The endless pit of emotional need stemming from an unresolved emotional wound. So folks with this life challenge expect others to fill their emotional needs and don't respect boundaries from others because they have so many emotional needs that boundaries are just not conducive to filling that void. These are the folks who expect children or parents or siblings and or partners to be very close emotionally and sometimes even in proximity living nearby and to do whatever they ask of them to prove their love. If this person loves me, they'll do this. But the expectations are always so high and unreasonable that no one will ever reach them or fulfill them. And the folks with the endless emotional needs theme end up disappointed. It's inevitable. And in their minds, their loved ones fail them, which leads to conflict and tension. If their loved, one, loved ones start setting boundaries, get ready for World War III because they will let their loved ones have it. There's a desperate feeling to this, a deep need for love that just cannot be filled. And it's inappropriate for these folks to require that others fill this void endlessly, but they do because they don't know any better typically. This is a life theme for some folks and a particularly painful one to watch if the person isn't aware that they're doing it. Those around them tend to walk on eggshells or feel like they have to protect themselves because the emotional need from that person is just so overwhelming. And as mentioned, this stems from a deep wound that usually happens in childhood or adolescence with caregivers or loved ones. And even if the person is aware of it, it may feel impossible for the person to change at times because this is all they know. So it feels normal and right. The distorted thinking that tends to dominate is something like, if they love me, they'll do this thinking. But underlying every one of these themes is a core belief or thought distortion as we discuss in cognitive behavioral therapy. For these folks, sometimes that core belief that they internalized is, I'm unlovable which makes them act in ways that actually sabotage their ability to meet their emotional needs by being too demanding, which then reinforces that core belief that they are unlovable. Isn't it interesting how that works? That's just one example. Another life challenge to take this in a very different direction is the intense need for job security and or financial security. This life challenge may take the form of staying in a terrible, miserable job for years and years, even if they hate it and could get a better job because they don't trust that they'll have job security and they can't face the uncertainty. Ever heard of the phrase, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush? That phrase kind of sounds like it originated with someone with this fear. I'll take the sure thing, even if it's less than what I could get because it's job security and steady pay. A slight variation to this is the fear of never having enough money, which some folks face their entire life, even if it isn't true, in their current life. This is the person who has a savings but is scared they'll lose it and starts to become very miserly and controlling over money to prevent anything from happening to it. This is also a person who may make enough money to afford a decent standard of living, but constantly lives in fear that the rug will be pulled out for them in terms of financial stability. To clarify, some folks actually do have these fears that are legitimate, 
But these are not the folks I'm talking about. I'm talking about the folks who have enough but never feel like they do. Or they don't feel like they can maintain it. or the, And they feel like they can never find a better job. Or they don't want to risk being unemployed for a few months as they search for another better fitting job. What's the distorted thinking here? Usually it's something as simple as I will never make enough to survive. I'll never be able to find another job. Something like that. And underneath that may be a deep mistrust in the world to provide them with what they need or with the job, a fear that they're not worthy of a better job. Some folks live with this fear and experience high stress with all things financial, bills, loans, unexpected expenses, unemployment, and job uncertainty or career uncertainty. And it takes a toll on physical and mental health to experience so much anxiety about these concerns which is true of all of these themes. It's hard for these folks to relax and not worry about money because it's something they probably think about regularly, as with all these other life challenges. So to summarize, life challenges are themes that are pervasive, all-consuming patterns, and they come up time and time again because they are a huge source of struggle that affects the person very deeply and regularly. Underlying these life challenges may be emotional wounds that created negative core beliefs that drive the challenge, like, I am unlovable, I will never have enough, I am not worthy, I can't handle emotions. And sometimes distorting thinking, distorted thinking arises from that very deep set belief. This is why these patterns are so hard to change. It's not just about changing your behavior but changing a mental message that you may have internalized when you were six years old and too young to understand or process what was going on. You most likely won't remember internalizing the core beliefs that create this life challenge because it's an unconscious process. But you might remember incidents in childhood or adolescence that were examples of you experiencing that challenge then. And facing these patterns is a big task that means changing the way you talk to yourself and is a task that not everyone has the awareness or courage or energy to engage in. But let's say you do want to face it. How do you face something so imposing in your life? If you felt like you've stifled your voice all your life, how do you begin to change that? As I usually say, awareness is always the first step really take stock of your life challenge or challenges. Where have you struggled in your entire life and you still struggle? I'll rename some of those themes for you. Fearing rejection and lack of voice. Fearing lack of job and or never having enough money. Being trapped in crisis and everything in life is a crisis no matter what arises. Being unable to deal with anger effectively, snapping, yelling, throwing things, etc having an endless pit of emotional need that others must fill for you, lacking conscientiousness or empathy with others, and or being manipulative or abusive, fear of love not lasting, fear of vulnerability and being overly guarded, fear that you are not enough for others and or that intense need to please others staying up in your head and unable to feel emotions most of the time, 
And of course, an overarching theme that we all struggle with at some point is difficulty with self-compassion. So I, I would say these are all sort of under that umbrella of, of struggling with self-compassion. There are probably more than this, but this is just a short list to get you started thinking about your own life challenges. In this moment, I want you to stop and identify one life challenge that you've struggled with your entire life. Which challenge would that be for you? Take a moment and identify one. Now that you've identified a life challenge, where do you start? I would suggest writing out your answers so you remember if you want to deepen your experience. Of course, you can just listen, that's fine. Um, but if you do write the answers out to this, um, this might be more meaningful for you. So step one, identify a life challenge and explore how it affected your life and how it still affects you. Awareness is a great step. Take the time to reflect on where you struggle, ways you struggled in the past, and how it still affects you now. Maybe you can even identify a deeper core belief that led to this life challenge for you. Maybe you remember incidents in your past that were manifestations of that life challenge. For example, if your life challenge is a deep need to please and keep others happy, think back to childhood or teenage years. How did you attempt to please others then? Maybe you had intense anxiety all the time, thinking that a best friend was upset at you even if there wasn't any evidence that that was so. Or maybe you felt like you had to really work hard to be that friend to others while ignoring your own needs. And how does that life challenge still affect you today? Number two, practice self-compassion and non-judgment for that life challenge. Instead of telling yourself it's a character flaw or a weakness or an obstacle that you cannot overcome, tell yourself the following, I deserve compassion because I have been struggling with this, with this for a long time. I deserve compassion because I have been struggling with this for a long time. And in a similar vein, change the way you talk to yourself as step three, one small step at a time. What are the beliefs and thoughts that go along with the life challenge? Is there a core belief that drives the life challenge for you? Take some time to reflect, break the belief down in your journal or somewhere. And once you do start to tell yourself something new, create a new message for yourself that sounds more self-compassionate. If your core belief is I'm not worthy, start to say the opposite in your head, even if it sounds silly. You might even put a post-it on your note on a, your mirror somewhere so you can see it every single day as a reminder. Give yourself a new message that's the opposite of your distorted thought or core belief, even when it doesn't feel authentic. You've told yourself the negative message for years. So switching to telling yourself the positive message is going to feel strange and unnatural for a while. In the beginning, it will. Finally, step four, change your behavior one small step at a time. Everything is one small step. How is your life challenge affecting your behavior from day to day? Think about that. And once you know how your daily life is affected, you can start doing something differently. Maybe it's, it's just going to be one thing, one small behavior. 
Maybe if your fear is losing your voice and speaking up, you'll make an effort to speak up the next time you're in a situation that's scared of you, like a meeting or on the phone or talking to strangers or saying no, whatever it is, just one thing. One small change can lead to another and you can build on that. You have to start small, realistic, and time limited as I talked about in my New Year's resolution episode. Don't give yourself a year to do this small behavior change. Maybe set a goal to speak up for yourself in one way in the next week or maybe the next two weeks or month. I wouldn't push it out past a month though because you're going to forget. Now, if you've listened to my other podcast episodes and this is starting to sound really familiar, it's because this is the formula for change. It's easy to grasp mentally and it's fairly intuitive although admittedly can be difficult to put into practice. In my opinion, everything starts with awareness and ends with changing thoughts and behaviors little by little. If there's a magic formula in life, this is basically it when it comes to change. Awareness, then changing thoughts and behaviors. It's much easier said than done, of course, but it's accessible to all. These tools are free for anyone and everyone to use at any time. When you have the time and the energy, you are welcome and encouraged to put these tools into practice. So what is your life challenge? If you want to give yourself some good spiritual, emotional, psychological homework for yourself, try the steps I outlined. Trust me on this, the world would be a better place if we were all able to look at ourselves unflinchingly and work on our life challenges. I have a few that I struggle with, and although I'm still working on them decades after becoming aware of them, because they are life challenges after all, I'm in a better place with them than I was 10, 15, or 20 years ago. The way I talk to myself mentally has changed drastically since I was younger. I am far more self-compassionate now than I was then, and my thoughts are less panicky because I have accepted my emotions more. That gives me hope for my own growth and is hopeful for others too. You can do it. It's practical and it works for all of us, including me. And some days we don't have it in us to work on our life challenge. I get it. I get it. It's exhausting. Life can be exhausting, get busy, and that's okay. But just come back to it when you can. You deserve to feel better. You deserve to grow and to experience positive change in your life. And if you work on your life challenges, you will grow and others will notice the difference. Thank you for joining me. Until next time. Content in this episode, including music, is written, produced, and edited by Larissa Shea Dashton.